0: You got a leader and a guy who's, who's Vinny jones i'm not even gonna say anything this time because when i fucked something up last time i got shit on i'll be honest i don't know vinnie jones <laughs> i'm gonna i mean why even try to lie this time yeah. Fuck it. i'm gonna let me look him up right now sure you, you look up vinnie jones um while i'll tell people so this week we're gonna go to mount rushmore of alcohol types i've seen this guy before on today's Footy Corner, Liverpool beat Chelsea in a shootout at the Anfield Corral, but Captain America looks good in losing effort. Trezeguet is not a fraud as he takes Villa out of relegation. Rodgers Leicester lester character. Ole is swerving at the wheel. And the Mizzou governor tells kids that get coronavirus to go home and get over it. Along with the typical predictions, comments, non week, fancy corner, and gambling corner, next. And we are back on the Footy Corner.
1: Arin, how's everything going? Things great. Finally saw Liverpool hoist the uh, Premier League trophy. Um, so I can't ask for more. To be honest, I can finally die happy. Um, so no matter what happens to me from now on, then, um, I'll be a happy human being. It's a bit so, bananas. It is. Yeah. But you know what? It happened, mate. So <clears throat> I know technically they clinched it, but like it's just it's different when you see the trophy. You know what I mean? It's just different. Yeah. Oh, of course. You know, um, I wish there were fans there, but... Fans? Because um, that's, you know, really what this club's about, but unfortunately that can happen. But surprisingly, it still looked like a good presentation without fans. I mean, damn, they tried making it look cool without fans, and they did it, So um, I, was really, I was really glad with that and happy with it. So You had to like the guy that wouldn't shake anyone's hand. Remember the second guy? He was iffy because I think some players didn't. He definitely has coronavirus. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, that was a really weird thing to do.
0: But um, well, yeah, the first was cool. guy was like, whoever it was, I couldn't t- – I just briefly looked at it before I went for a, a run I think that day. He kind of like gave that five, the modern day five and hug. The second guy when they went in to give the shake was like, "Well, first no. guy was
1: Kenny Dalglish.
0: Okay, that's, so, why, yeah. that's why. he was excited. Um, who was the second? Guy? King
1: Kenny. Second guy was the CEO or some shit of the Premier League. Okay, well then that makes sense. Yeah, he like yeah he like owns the league. So, um, which is surprising. We don't know who he is. He's a wanker. I, I know more refs than this guy. Right. So um, no, it was um, it was the sight to see for sure. Um, and then, you know, making it rounds on Twitter were like the celebrations outside of Anfield again and social distancing wasn't a thing, but you know what, for me, I know this is insensitive to say, but who gives a shit? Cause God knows when the next time, you know, we'll see this. <clears throat> Cause if, if we're doing it every 30 years here, how old will I be? I'll be 55 next time this will happen. So <clears throat> it is what it is. <laughs> so you're okay. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. And
0: as for me, uh, things are going all right. Yeah, how is – yeah, how are <laughs> – Well, no, things. I mean typical weeks going on here. It's funny because the semester for us is starting and I feel like I haven't really gotten any time off. I've just been doing one summer activity to another. Uh, but, you know, it is what it is. The Premier League has been getting me through the summer pretty yeah. good. And sports are coming back, the other sports. So it's like the perfect time that soccer or at least the Premier League is sort of ending – um, and other sports are coming back. We got baseball starting Baseball's today. Baseball's opening day is today. We got basketball next thir- next week, one week from today, hockey. and then hockey a day after that or two days after that. Uh, you know, in terms of soccer, I had a dream week with you know I think the fire beat Seattle, Then you know Arsenal had a couple of really good results. We talked about one, but the FA Cup shout out Jeff Paris. Uh, we took out City in a really good performance, and then all of a sudden it's like you know what, you can't have these good things. So Arsenal loses to Villa as we'll talk about later and then the fire today just dropped an absolute pile of dog shit. So I'm back in the soccer dumps again, but you know what? Other sports are starting, so it's okay. Um, that said, should we just jump into the action yeah. then? I kind of we've kind of previewed both things. All right. Crazy game, obviously to those that watched it. It was it was insane. Liverpool 5, Chelsea 3. Liverpool's goals from Keita, Alexander-Arnold, Wijnaldum, uh, Firmino and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Chelsea getting goals from Giroud, Abraham, and Pulisic. Uh, Liverpool finished the season undefeated at home for the third consecutive season. That's the first time it's uh, ever happened. And Alexander, Alexander-Arnold has broken his own record for assists in a season for a defenseman. With 13, he had 12 last year. Arjen, what were your thoughts on this match?
1: It was a great match. I think for a neutral to watch, it was, it was great. Even on uh, Liverpool side speaking, it was great. I don't know how Chelsea fans feel about it. Maybe Brian can... Well, he... He was in the car, I think, or something like that. But um, it was worrying because Pulisic, man, I don't know why he didn't start. I mean, that dude, I, I'm honestly saying this. He could play for Barcelona right now. No, no, no. Hear me out. This guy, right now, I will, like. if you gave me, if you're like, you could either have Christian Pulisic or Eden Hazard right now. And this is not, I'm not a big American-U.S. bias guy. You know this. Mm-hmm. I'm picking Pulisic, dude. He is so good. Yeah, I mean it's it's fair to say he's done really well. I think the past few
0: months, uh, it was a rough start, but now he's uh, you know acclimating with the Premier League, and I think if he keeps this up, there's no doubt there could be a knock at that door. But I think he needs to consistently do it. Yeah, um, it's funny you brought him up. He's the second uh, now all time in per- Premier League goals in a season, not all time in goals overall, but in a season with nine. Who had more than him with seventeen? One twice American, yes, oh, okay. in the Premier League. Only uh, one Premier uh, League uh, American has Clint scored. MC, yeah, definitely. and he's done it twice. He scored 17 goals in 10, 11, and 11, 12. But as you mentioned, Pulisic had a had a heck of a game, yeah, um, and brought Chelsea back into it. Uh, but on the night, again, I thought you saw, and I mentioned it earlier in the ch- you know chat when I saw the score. I hadn't even I hadn't seen parts of the game yet. Chelsea's defense, once again, yeah.
1: Granted, it's a Liverpool, but I mean you can't ship that many goals in a game like this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a big problem. And here they are signing Kai Havertz and stuff. It's. It's like, sure, you're making, like, you're going to have an all-star attacking, but you haven't made, you know, you don't even know who's going to replace Kappa. You know, and it, it's just, like, a lot of questions in the back. And it makes you wonder. And, like, you can argue. But the thing is, I mean, I thought it was a foul, but a lot of people are saying that the foul that led to Trent getting that goal was a was a flop. Okay. Um, I was but Naby ask- was that was a world-class, like, I don't know if you saw it. Okay, his hold on. So it's was Banana Land. So you've jumped all over the place here. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh
0: The Chelsea defensive problem you covered. You then you jump to the, the Mane thing. I want to bring it up because Jeff sent us a tweet
1: and said Mane is a diving cunt. Please address him. Well, he he just hates <laughs> Liverpool because he doesn't have a he can't like. There's no other team for him to hate. Okay. You know, being a City fan, so whatever. That's fine. I mean, that's all City fans. Okay. Um, that's in one year now. So there. you think that was not a, that was a foul? <clears throat> yeah. Because, I mean, he was getting tripped up before that as well. So it was kind of like a, you know, warning, warning. You know when a guy gets kind of nicked a bunch of times, like, warning, warning, and then one guy goes in, and it's, Mm -hmm. all right, fine. You know what, that's it. It's a foul. Um, The Naby, I mean, what I'm saying is these goals, you can almost argue were like, the Genie, that was a bad clearance. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was Giroud. Couldn't clear it, but um, there's not much Chelsea could have done, but I don't know. They should have started Pulisic. I think if Pulisic started... At the beginning, this game would be different. You okay. never know.
0: Yeah. So, any any other takeaways for you from this game? I'll let you finish it up. Before. No, just champions, I guess. <laughs> it's Wild. Okay. It's so, I mean, Chelsea losing it, which opened the door for Man United and Leicester. Man United will hit. We'll talk about first a one-one draw against West Ham. Uh, Michel Antonio with a penalty late in the first half, forty-five <laughs> plus two minutes, and then Mason Greenwood with the equalizer earlier in the early in the second. Uh, this is Antonio's eighth goal since the restart. He's tied with uh, Raheem Sterling for the most since the restart. And uh, Mason Greenwood is the first teenager to ten Premier League goals since who? First teenager in the Premier League to ten goals. Wayne Rooney. Wayne Rooney is the first since he. So yes, in terms of English player, Rooney did it in o four o five. This lad did it in twelve thirteen as a teenager. English guy. No, he's not English, this oh. guy. So, the, so I'm saying Greenwood's the first English person to do it since 0405. You got that right, which was Rooney. But the first overall since twelve thirteen, which was... Since twelve thirteen. Yeah, and that guy scored, I believe, 14 in that season. He's played for a couple Premier League teams now, actually. And now he's in Serie A. I don't know. Romelu, Romelu Lukaku. Oh, you wow. just mentioned him before the show, so I was like, ah... Yeah. yeah, so Greenwood doing all. You laughed, and I'm assuming you're talking about the Pogba penalty, right? Let me tell you did you see the Antonio? I talked about how Antonio scored. You laughed. Were you, oh, were no. you in reference
1: to did no? You it's because I saw a tweet. It was like Pogba. since the Premier League started, on Mikel Antonio, has a picture of D D A Pogba. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: yeah. Well, also, did you see the um, the handball
1: by Pogba? Yeah, I thought it was harsh, but. I mean, no, you can't it wasn't. Just throw hard. your hands up, yeah. I and mean, I think it was spin. wild. No, no, I think it was wild when he did when it happened. He he really tried playing it off like it hit his head. Mm-hmm. Like, did you see that? Yeah, it's like, dude, they're gonna review it. There's no way you're getting away with it. Right, right. I mean, I, to me, Man United really had a
0: golden opportunity here. They had the weakest match, I think, of them, Chelsea and Leicester this week, and they've bottled it. Does this I mean reckon. West Ham's officially safe? Yes. Yeah, West Ham's now officially safe with the draw. But I wanna focus before you know, before we do that on, on, on Man United, because they've really put themselves in a bad position, you know. Well, not bad, but it could have been worse. But they really should have put this game to bed. Are you worried, with their last match being that drubbing against Chelsea, and then maybe looking a little flat here, that they're setting up for a rough final day, which is a huge game. Yeah. So it's gonna be intense, I think. It was shocking results to say the least. It was. So I mean that brings us to a team that also had a chance. With those two dropping points, Leicester and what they do, they lost three nothing to Tottenham. Uh, James Justin starting the scoring off for the wrong team with an own goal early. Who? James Justin, the fullback for Leicester. He scored an own goal, mate. That was the one where son James Justin
1: is. That's no. (laughs) That's that's the. (laughs) Are we not going to talk about? We'll talk about in a a crucial game a lad named James Justin. He's been been playing for them since the restart because
0: Pereira's injured. Remember Pereira? He was on fire earlier in the mate. year. I think that's another mate. reason for Lester's dip in James form. James, Justin, me <laughs> this <laughs> ball—he's a young, he's a youngster that you know that's been playing decent. The ball, not the okay. Ball, yeah. Well, that was a shot by Son that kind of hit off him and went in, and then Kane scored a brace. Tottenham twenty nine point five percent possession in this match, which is the lowest in a Premier League match for them since September of twenty twelve, when they had twenty six percent against Man United. Mourinho ball is fully back in Tottenham. Wow. Well, yeah. I, you, I mean, kind what are your of. thoughts on that? Is that effective for a team that fired Pacchettino and is now going to completely the
1: opposite side of soccer, being boring? Um. I don't know. I mean, they scored three goals though in, in one half, so it shows what they're capable. But if yeah, if you mean like you're up at halftime, totally hunkered down, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But I mean, that's what wins. I mean, yeah. He's won multiple leagues doing that, so if he can try it again, maybe, he, you know, I think we talked about this earlier when he first kind of came in, This first couple of games he really struggled, and I think it's because he did try, like, changing the way he played and it just didn't work,
0: mm, like, yeah. you know
1: what I mean? So maybe he's kind of reverting to things that he knows, at least for sure used to work in is testing mount right now, and it's, you know, here is James Justin scoring on his own goal, so maybe Good. this is the answer. Well, with with something like this, would you be able to convince someone like a Harry Kane, who I feel
0: like is in a critical stage in his career, to stay and maybe play that type of game where you know what, you're not going to get a lot of touches, mm-hmm. but you, I mean, you might
1: on the counter get a chance, and you better hit when you get the chance. Well, you look at the, you know, I think you can because you'll you will ultimately you look at those teams that did play Mourinho ball, and well, it's a weird way of saying it, but um, yeah. I, I, they, they all had star strikers when you think about it, you know? Yeah. Because the one or two goals that they did score were scored by that main guy. Yeah. So, you know, as long as you're banging at one or two goals every game or two, I mean, I think the striker would be will be happy because, okay. you know, if anything, they might like it because all you're doing pretty much is just standing up top and just waiting for the opportunity so you don't exert too much energy. I mean, think of the strikers that he won with, Drogba, Samuel Ato at uh, Inter, Um and then even at Real Madrid, I mean Benzema and Ronaldo. I mean, it's not like they were any short of goals. So <clears throat> I don't think I, I think it's more so just buying into the whole project. Like I don't think Harry Kane's worried about the goals that he's scoring. I think he's hitting a point in his career where he wants to wants to have something to show for what he's doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, um I, I think I think you ask any player if, if it means scoring half of the goals you do, but you win like a Premier League medal or a champions league or even a Europa League trophy, they'll take it. You know, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, sure a twenty, you know, twenty, twenty-five plus goal season means a lot, but if you have nothing to show for it, does it really mean much? Yeah, I mean, I guess in terms of that, Kane is not the pace as pacey as those guys you mentioned.
0: So I thought yeah, I just don't know. I mean, Drogba wasn't, wasn't the fastest guy. He was more so power. was powered. faster than Harry Kane, mate. <laughs> Mate, I might be close with Harry Kane.
1: Benzema's not race. the fastest guy. I mean, I think the, the the players that you need for this this setup that Mourinho has is more of like a, a poacher, um, you know, kind of like a Giroud-type player, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. So just someone that just at any opportunity he gets can put it away, you know, can steal one.
0: Well, Tottenham with that one sit in seventh place. They are one point off of Wolves. Now, in terms of Europa – Fifth, sixth make it. Um, Fifth is pretty much locked down with the loser of Man United, Chelsea, and Leicester going into the final day, right? So then you're talking about Wolves and Tottenham Mm. for sixth and seventh. I mean, they're the clear sixth and seventh. Now you'd say, well, it doesn't matter because one of them will finish sixth, one of them finishes seventh. There's There's a little trick to this. Seventh only gets in if the FA Cup winner is not Arsenal. If Arsenal wins the FA Cup, they go to Europa instead of seventh place. Wow. So my personal hope with Tottenham one point back in seventh place is that they drop their last game and they finish in seventh and that Wolves get into Europa instead of them. But we'll see what, we'll see what happens There's there. There's a lot of things to be determined.
1: It's, it's a lot. When is the final?
0: Sun- Sunday at 10 a.m. All the games are at the same time. 10 a.m. Central. Speaking of, we talked about Wolves. They're in sixth because of a 2-0 win. No, the FA Cup final. Oh, that's August 1st, Saturday. Wow. Uh, the next Saturday. Yeah. So... Whoever finishes seventh will have to wait six days to see if they're in next year's year gotcha. Um so Wolves, speaking of which, 2-0 winners over Palace. Uh, Daniel Podence, who's come into the team lately with the Who? first half goal, and Johnny with the second half goal. What game uh, are we talking about? I don't know any one of these players. Wolves, oh. <laughs> mate. Oh, I know Johnny. I saw the Johnny goal. Yeah, and you saw the match, lad. Potence was the guy we talked about. So Daniel Podens is a guy they bought, if you recall, from Olympiacos. We oh, talked about it. yeah. Okay. So Potence is the seventh Portuguese Premier League goal scorer for the Wolves this season. he bought bottom in January. Yeah. And they've had zero English goal scorers. Seven Portuguese, zero Who are the English, English players? Goal they
1: just have, like, Connor Cody, I thought. Who else? They That's have my else? point.
0: They're basically a Portuguese teammate. So Wolves... Goodwin, you saw you mentioned that a few of their moves looked very Barcelona esque. Would you be a? Yeah. Would this be a team that you wouldn't mind seeing? Because you've talked critically about certain teams. For instance, quote: Leicester would get dick pumped by teams like Barcelona. Unquote. Yeah. Would Wolves be a team that you wouldn't mind seeing? And they actually, people forget, they're in Europa right now. They have a chance to make Champions
1: League still via that route. Uh, yeah. would they be a team that you wouldn't mind seeing with some of their link up that they've had. No, because I think they're going to add even more depth on this team. I, I I don't know who I think maybe they only lose Traoré, which is a big loss if they do lose him, but no one wants Raul at his you know. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. He's <laughs> well, a good guy. He's no a good guy. Raul. No one wants Raul right now. I mean Okay. Um, well, he's been linked to Juventus. That's a rash move by Juventus. <laughs> they're yeah, better they're players you can get. Okay. <laughs> um but what 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 I'm saying is like I can't see anyone really leaving there. You know, if if they can keep Neves and maybe Triori and just add, mm-hmm. you know, I think they're uh they're dangerous. And honestly, I thought they'd be doing better than this this year. Wolves At 59 points 37 games. Yeah. Wolves would be doing better, you thought. Yeah. I mean, it's been yeah, I mean it's been crazy so I thought they'd be the surprise team. You know, I thought they'd Probably, I thought they would be better than Chelsea and Leicester. I would, I would, I was going to peg them in the top four. Oh, really? Yeah. Top four? Yeah. Okay. Because you know, but I you didn't know ha- say that in the season preview. Did I? I don't think so. I think I actually, think I if did. you recall, it was Milan
0: who said Wolves in the top four. You had a bit of a laugh. <laughs> <laughs> if you recall? I did not have a laugh. <laughs> Milan said Wolves would be top four. I no, remember no, I re- you didn't say it. No. Let's pull. The, we'll pull the audio back up at at some point when we review all the episodes for our season ending, and we'll see how we did. Maybe with top I it to
1: someone else. I don't know.
0: But, okay. Okay.
1: We I have to go look at that
0: preview show and see. see what we picked as our. I hope you know, they. Top I hope
1: four. they fucking it. can they pass Lester? No, they can't.
0: No, nope. I mean their only route, as I said, the Champions League is through. Winning Europa
1: League, which, by the way, guys, no, tune in.
0: That stuff goes on in August. I'm, I'm, so. I'm
1: staying, but if they play a power team in, in, in Champions League, um, I'm, I think they're getting beat as well. Bad. Okay. Bad. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. They've held their own decently in some of the
0: bigger matches here. Going from, I'm talking Bayern Munich, Barcelona, well, Real Madrid. I mean, a lot of teams would get dick-pounded by No, teams, not call. the top
1: four right now. Okay.
0: Well, but, Leicester's,
1: oh, they're not in the top four. Okay. Technically not. <laughs> Chelsea might. Chelsea might get dick-pumped. Actually, Chelsea would. They already did by Bayern Munich. Yeah, I know. In that's one why night. I'm saying not Chelsea. You don't think United would? No, they have a good defense. Did you see Harry Maguire carrying the ball in
0: the FA Cup? I think... the yeah. <laughs> 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 That was hilarious. I wish I could find a... Uh, oh, maybe we should find the clip and have our intern retweet it. I think... It. Uh,
1: um, I think Manchester... I think in Champions League defense is, is huge. And that's the... That's what United has that Chelsea doesn't. Because they have identical amount of goals scored. Yeah. United and Chelsea, mm-hmm. just literally a 20-goal difference yeah. of giving up. So, you know, that's so, the difference. That's yeah. a big difference, too. So going from the Champions League and Europa League spots, let's go to the relegation spots.
0: It got a little, di- it's got a little interesting this week. The teams that I want to get relegated are there. So, so this is happy days for me. Aston Villa digging out with a 1-0 win over uh, Arsenal. Uh, Trezeguet with the goal. Are um, Aston Villa now out of relegation for the first time since February 28th? Trezeguet, the fraud, no longer such, has now scored three goals in his last three games after scoring 30 or scoring three in his previous 30 games. Um, are Villa safe in your
1: opinion? No. Okay, because Watford can do anything. Right. Who are Watford playing? Arsenal. Yeah. I mean, no, it's because they could draw and if Villa bottle it, they're Right, in. right, right. So you never, I mean, you don't know. And like like you said, Arsenal's not really playing for anything right now. I mean, now they're not. Yeah. Going into this game, they were, but you wouldn't be able to tell with how so, they played. They played and, one of the most and I'm guessing they're gonna play, awful like, games I've seen. They're not, they're going to play, they're going to rest people maybe. Because, C- you know, this game really doesn't mean much. And, mm-hmm. you know, Watford needs a result. And they're, well, they're banking on Villa bottling it. Speaking on
0: Aston Villa, what positives did you see from this game? That they can carry over to this West Ham final final match day. Um I mean, obviously as You tell me, know, I mean well, you
1: as your team.
0: Yeah. I will say this. It was very evident and clear that Jack Grealish is the type of player that some teams can use. He was getting them out of situate. He was coming deep and getting the ball, drew a lot of creating fouls. chances, drew a lot of fouls, uh, but even when you look at it, they could have scored a late goal in the second half on one of his setups. The guy, whoever it was, bottled it, number 39. Um, (laughs) You know, the number. Should have have scored. Uh, You know, then again, Arsenal looked very tepid. But that was Aston Villa's first clean sheet, I believe, of the season, too. So things to build on. I thought Tyrone Mings had a great game. I mean, it's the obvious. The obvious people that we speak about all the time were really good. Douglas Solis had a really good game in defensive mid. Uh, Here's another little damning piece about Arsenal before we leave off of them. Forty-six percent of their goals this season that have been conceded have been on set pieces. Oh wow! So, um, I mean, so my let me ask you a question before we move on to to, you know quickly talking about Watford getting uh, bum fucked. Um, Is that is that something that as an Arsenal fan I should be worried about? Or forty-six percent of the goals we've given up this Uh season were set pieces. Is that something I should be worried about going forward, or should I be optimistic that? This is something they could work on in the off season,
1: and if they could eliminate that or even bring that number down, they're considerably better. I think optimistic. Yeah, cause that's a. I wouldn't say easy fix, but it's easier than a lot of things. I think that's a fix that doesn't require um, transfers. I think that's just right. strictly coaching. So I think whenever you have a problem and it's it's something you can do in the in the training ground, that's good. But there's some things that you know, like players that are just awful. You know, things that mm-hmm. cost money because. Your solution is, is spending money, but then you're also banking on the player, buying in on the – you know what I mean? Right, right. So of course. You know, yeah. I, and the thing that worries me is – don't get me wrong, Pep is a, a great manager, but Arteta was under Pep, right? Mm-hmm. I think Arteta was more of like a tiki-taka, you know, setup, and maybe you're seeing that at Arsenal, but the thing that worries me is is his defensive tactics because um, I don't think Pep, like, you know, cared too much about defense from what I'm getting, I mean, it's not like his city teams really show that he cared too much. I mean, like, they're they're, they're playing good, but I think it's because of their attack. I think he always relied on an attack, and he was always gifted with great teams going forward from day one. He never had to build a team. Mm-hmm. So, um, Arteta never really, you know, experienced that side. Now he's dealing with a team that may be leaving your defense a little susceptible at times, because Arsenal's not a finished product. And... I feel like that's the one weakness in Arteta's game. Does this make sense? Well, I will say since he's come, they've had shape. Like, they've
0: actually been better defensively, minus that first City game where they gave up three. But Luis has got a red card. If you take out the games they've had red cards, he's actually been very sound defensive. I think that's
1: because he knows he doesn't have right good enough players to do maybe the offense right. he wants. And, and so they've been on green down, thing, like, I think, just not on set pieces. I think when you're managing a team, like the teams that Pep has managed, mm-hmm. you're always dealt with, like, leaders. So City, he had Vincent Kompany that could could instruct the team, right? At Bayern, you had like, he had Philip Lahm and Boateng, you know, guys that have been there, done it. Barcelona, PK, Puyol, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. At Arsenal, well, who do you have, Syed? No, he's banking on David Luiz. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if David Luiz is that guy, but he really has to implement his own system because he does not have a defense some guy on defense that can really instruct everyone where to go. I think you just need that one player that, if that makes sense, I don't know.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I'll say this. They haven't really implemented offensively. They ha- actually hadn't so maybe been you do as have to buy sharp someone. as before. I think actually defensively where, is where they've gotten stronger, but I think he's done that because he knows that's their only hope before next season. But I will say, going back to the point about the set pieces, he's planning on being bringing in a set piece coach, Along with a throw-in coach, I think that's something that's starting to pick up. Yeah, since Liverpool so. has a I want to coach. mention that 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 <laughs> they're looking at that because those make play big roles
1: in the game. Yeah, imagine getting paid so, to the, to tell players how to throw in a ball. That's wild. I mean, that's but how much can you tell someone to do in that situation? Who cuts where? Who does?
0: I don't know. That I don't know who Isn't that wild? Their time. It is. It really is. I mean, but like if, your if it works. That. But aren't you guys better? Uh, would you consider you you guys better at throw-ins? Not really, no. See, this I'd understand because when you give up this many set-piece goals,
1: he says, I want to get a coach that can set the team up on set-pieces. But, you know, throw-ins are something else. It's one of those things where you maybe take for granted. When a a team is really good at something, you don't notice it. Right. You know, so that could be it, too. True. So let's go to what opened the door for Aston
0: Villa. Watford losing 4-0 to Man City. Sterling with a brace. Foden had a goal. Laporte had a goal. Oh, Laporte scored. This coming off of the firing of Nigel Pearson which was absolutely bonkers. Uh, Phil Foden, now in his 16 starts, 6 goals, 8 assists, 14 goal involvement. So, um, shout out Jeff Paris, I guess. Uh, City has an aggregate score of 12-0 on Watford this season, which is the greatest goal differential that any one team has had in another in a season since 1947-48, when Arsenal had a plus 12 over Grimsby. Uh, I guess City... This was expected. We already know what we're getting from them. They might have been pissed from the FA Cup final game. Let's talk about Watford real quick because they're in this relegation battle. They fire the manager before this match. First of all, what are your
1: thoughts on that? I think they're done. I think that was, I mean, they have no direction at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that was just the stupidest thing to do. Um, at this point, you could only help. Now you're just leaving players to just kind of wander off and do their own thing. And not only did you do that, but was the game at City? No. Oh, I was at home. They were at home. Not that it mattered too much, but... I mean, jeez, man. Against, like, the number two team? <laughs> That's wild. I, I mean, they were at home. They
0: had... Let's put it like this. They had a five-goal differential... Or four-goal differential lead on Villa and a three-point lead on Villa. They've squandered all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if you didn't think Nigel Pearson was going to do the job, I think he would have kept it a little closer than 4-0. And that goal differential is a big thing right now. Also, Nigel Pearson, uh, I guess he when he started with them, they were in twentieth, and then they were well out of the relegation after he had gone. He was the winningest coach they've had in a while, so I think this was just a disagreement between the president and and a manager. But even so, if you're the owner, of the president, you are really really screwing your players over by doing this switch. Yeah. So uh, look out for Watford as they head into their final match against Arsenal. City are, I mean, their season's pretty much done. They, they I think. Gary, right. their last game's against Norwich, which they should probably trounce Norwich. I'd expect to see a lot of young players, and then they'll probably just be preparing for the Champions League. I mean, they don't really have anything else to do. Um, let's round it out here. Bournemouth is another team that's trying to stay in it. Heartbreaker for them, losing 2-0 to Southampton. Ings with a goal, and then Shea Adams pouring salt in the wound in the 90-plus-8 minute after Bournemouth had a goal taken away. So they're in deep trouble Brighton and Newcastle play to a nil-nil draw. Nothing going on there. Sheffield 0, Everton 1. Richarlison the goal scorer there. And Norwich 0, Burnley 2. Chris Wood scoring for Burnley and Godfrey scoring, but for the wrong team. Causing Burnley to win after Norwich went two men down. Buendia and Dermich both getting red cards. So I think it's safe to say Norwich is thrown it in. Uh, another note I had is that Brighton and Newcastle, they've had six matches against each other lately. Four goals between the two in those in those six matches. So if you're ever going to not watch a match, that's that. Uh, and Ancelotti, in beating Sheffield, has never lost to a promoted team in 15 matches, which is the most in Premier League uh, history so far. Uh, any any thoughts for you on these, these four matches that occurred? Um, not really, no. Wilder didn't seem too bothered that they lost to Everton. What are mm-hmm. your thoughts on that? Because they were still in Europa League consideration before that.
1: Yeah, so, I don't know. I think he's... I think maybe he got a bad reaction from his team uh, when he went off on them uh, publicly. So I think maybe he just tried flipping the script. When did he go off on them? Last week. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. What did he say? I don't know. They showed it on Sky. That's what they said. So now I'm saying it now. <laughs> okay. Shall we go to the scores from this past week?
0: Yeah. Steven Nikhil did not participate. Lads, this is the last week coming up. You better, hopefully, you can participate. Um, Leading the way was the caboose. 17 points for Brian this week. I had 15. Arine with 10. So where does that put us overall? Arine's still the leader. I think he's safe into the – I mean, you're going to win. You're at 14.21. Nikhil has 13.7. So I think unless you get zero and Nikhil gets like a perfect score, yeah. you got that. Now, here's where it gets interesting. I'm in third still at 13.47. Caboose no longer. He's in fourth, 13.46. So he's point oh one behind me. And Steve is now trailing the way, 13.38. Steve made, I think you're going to have to make some predictions. I think it's going to be a three-way race for third, and who's the caboose? So big stakes here for, for selecting this week for myself, Brian, and Steve. So with that said, let's go straight into the predictions. Yes. All right. So big game at Stanford Bridge. Chelsea Wolves. I got Chelsea 1, Wolves 1, and I have Olivier Giroud scoring for Chelsea. 1-1. Oh, one, one. Yeah. They got 3-1 Chelsea Pulisic. Oh, wow. Okay. So you think Chelsea will make Champions League. With that win, they would make Champions League. I think so, yeah. And Wolves would be in deep trouble yeah. for Europa. Okay. Leicester, Man United. That's the other huge game. KP Stadium. I got Leicester 2, Man United 2, Jamie Vardy. Oh, I got Leicester nil, United 2, Rashford. And, and it's funny because under my circumstances, still United and Chelsea advance. Same with yours. But it'll be interesting. Uh, Southampton host Sheffield United. I got Southampton two, Sheffield nil. Danny Ings. I got one one. Ings. Ings, okay. Newcastle host Liverpool. Not much really at stake there. Newcastle one, Liverpool three. Salah.
1: I got one. Newcastle one, Liverpool two. Salah.
0: West Ham hosts Aston Villa. I don't think. I think West Ham is part. They're going to be parting because yeah. they're clear, and they're going to be tired because they just played United. I got West Ham one, Villa two. Trezeguet. I got West Ham nil, Villa one. And Grailish, Okay. Uh, Burnley and Brighton. <laughs> it's a nothing game. I got Burnley 2, Brighton 0, Jay Rodriguez. Uh, I got Burnley 2, Brighton 1, and Wood. Okay. Arsenal hosting Watford. I just think Watford, I mean, they're fighting for their lives, but they just, I mean, they got a new man. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. So I have Arsenal 2, Watford 0, and I think we're resting a lot of players. I'm just hoping that it's a pen and it's Pepe.
1: I'm going Arsenal 2, Watford 1, and... I picked Aubameyang, but after your analysis, they're going to change that. <gasps> he might,
0: no, he might. I'm going
1: with Joe Willock. No, Aubameyang really likes to play. He's going for the Golden Boots, so he's gonna, probably going to play. Joe Willock. Joe Willock. I was going to pick Enketia, but I switched to Pepe. <laughs> All right. Wait, so, Joe Willock is your pick? Is he at CDM? Yeah. I'm changing my pick to Enketia. <laughs> okay. If Joe Willock scores, you're going to be so
0: mad at me. He's not going to score. All right, um, Man City Norwich. I got Man City five Norwich nil. I got Sterling <laughs> got three 0. No. and I got Jesus. I mean, it's I, I mean we got the, I got the score right last week with four nil. It was wild, but I mean Norwich oh, is bad. Uh, yeah, Palace and Tottenham big game for Tottenham to stay in the Europa League spot. Talk Palace one
1: Tottenham two. Harry Kane Palace nil Spurs one Kane. Yeah, Palace has been bad.
0: Yeah, and then finally Everton and Bournemouth. Bournemouth need a win for even a chance to stay up. I don't think they're going to
1: sniff it. Everton, two born with Nil Richarlison. Same thing. And let me ask you something: Is Zaha gone after this? Um, yes, no. Oh, straight up. Uh, maybe.
0: I don't know. I, I'm sad because I feel like he wants to leave, but I don't know where he'd go. And I think Tottenham. I mean, it might be Tottenham, mate. That's wild. that. Is like a yes that. or no, just say yes then. Uh, we're gonna say yes that Zaha's gone. I feel like he's been trying to leave for a couple years now. And they keep telling him, "Oh, just one more year." I think he's gonna be like, "You guys suck. I'm leaving." <laughs> right? I mean, is that mean? Mm-mm. So, all right. So there are predictions, and I think based on your predictions and mine, you have Spurs getting into Europa League over uh, over Wolves. Yeah. So Wolves will be the team watching Arsenal and Chelsea, hoping Arsenal lose. I, I really hope. Like, there are times that I make the predictions, and I hope I'm wrong, and I'm really hoping this is one that I'm wrong. You know, so anyway, let's go ahead and talk and move on to comments. Uh, quick move in today. So Steve, we'll start with Steve. He posted something just before the end of last episode and our intern missed it. But if the following players had picked their future clubs as kids. Yeah. Have you seen
1: this one? Yeah. You got Kevin De Bruyne. Did you hear what his was? Oh, I know. Yeah, he's a he was his whole family is Liverpool fan. Yeah, I was a Liverpool fan. My family that live in England were all
0: Liverpool supporters, so I was too. Yep. Raheem Sterling,
1: Man United. He said, "I need to keep that quiet." Yeah. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Liverpool. A lot of Scandinavians like Liverpool. Also, Sergio Aguero was Liverpool fan.
0: Yep. It, in the eighties, Liverpool were winning; they were the thing. Gareth Bale,
1: Arsenal. Yeah.
0: I used to like Arsenal a lot, but when I moved to Tottenham, of course, I liked them less.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, I mean, that was,
1: to me, that Half was pretty of interesting. Half of Jeff Paris' team legitimately <laughs> did not know Man City growing up. Well, that's wild. No, <laughs> I mean, no, no. That's facts, bro. Aguero <laughs> did not know Man City exists. You cannot tell me who he Who did he like growing up? You said Aguero, Liverpool, yeah. Did he? Mm-hmm. Okay. You could look it up. It's yeah, yeah. De Bruyne, I bet you a million bucks didn't know what city existed. Okay. I will bet my mortgage on that. Uh-huh. If I have one. Um, what else? Who's the other one? There's another Sterling? guy. Sterling? Stir oh no, I mean. You have your thoughts about him too. I think he's just after
0: the money. Okay. That's so uh Jeff says, forgot to say I've been to Nobu in London, England. I had the tasting menu. It's wild. Fucking wild. The final plate before dessert was a mac and cheese. It had no mac and no cheese. Yeah. It was all fish, but looked exactly like mac and cheese. Wild. I'm telling you, mate. It's an experience. Yeah. So he said it was great, so I guess I'll have oh. to check out Nobu. So cheers to that, Jeff. Oh, by the way, where can... We haven't said it yet. At the footy corner, too. Yeah, they can Twitter, send, their, send their comments out. We get some good interactions here. Jeff continued. Said, you dum-dums. <laughs> City were still fined, not because they were guilty, because they didn't cooperate with the investigation. And last I checked, you don't have to cooperate with a false arrest which this was. City were found completely innocent of all charges by an inter- independent jury of lawyers. City are innocent. Time to apologize. Get over it. No explanation needed. I think we're going to close the book on this, but will you apologize for it? No. Okay. <laughs> That's all. They're corrupt. All right. So I want to address something. When we did the Mount Rushmore, we talked about the Hindenburg being on Steve's list. Uh, everyone Everything blew up. Uh, Brian said the confusion on the Hindenburg this week has me literally covering my mouth and saying, oh, my God, in shock disbelief over the stupidity, a boat, a submarine. Mate, listen. All I knew was there was a disaster in water, all right? And not everyone learns about the Hindenburg. I, you know, it's like if I asked about a random fact, you know, about I something. Probably,
1: I, I probably did. And someone didn't know, I you probably, know? I don't know when, though, if it was middle or high school, but uh, I have no idea.
0: I do remember it having a water, like in-water disaster, and obviously, like, I had heard of it, when when you're doing comments and going over things, you're scrolling through things, your mind's going to 100 places, so
1: dude, yeah, I, you're bound to make I got mistake. no fucking idea what the Hindenburg was, I think, <laughs> here's what, you know what I thought it was, what's that contraption where it's like a domino effect? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, no, uh, Rude Goldberg. Did, yeah, that's what I mixed it up with, Heisenberg, Rude Goldberg, yeah. I don't know.
0: that's, you know what's funny though, I'll mention I Rude, Rude Goldberg, and I bet you over half the listeners don't even know what a Rube Goldberg machine is? No, they won't. No I, no, I bet you they don't. Or they I don't knew know who if you Goldberg said Rube Goldberg, was. Was. I
1: would know what it is. When you said Heisenberg, Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, People huh. know different things. Honestly, I would think it would be like a dictator back in the day. I mean, anyway, Brian, fuck off.
0: That's all I got to say. That's, that's my <laughs> response. Um, uh, my mind when Ashton thought the Hindenburg was a submarine and it has a picture of the Hindenburg going down. So, okay, fair enough. Uh Jeff actually also responded and said, I couldn't even listen. I pressed pause and had a cringe fit, but it got even worse when Arjen shared his thoughts on women's rights in the workplace. He's getting canceled. I've addressed my Hindenburg hiccup because apparently we have to be perfect. Can you address your women's right hiccup? I've, it wasn't I've even my- a hiccup.
1: <laughs> what are you talking are about?
0: Thoughts? There is no hiccup. What's my hiccup? Well, I guess it's not a hiccup, but what are your? what's your response to Jeff? I said, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I have no response I have no idea another thing uh, you and Jeff I'm going to keep it going between you and Jeff um, if you recall earlier actually last week when Arsenal and Liverpool were playing at the end of it Jeff wrote Arsenal Arsenal say it with me Arsenal mm-hmm. and then <laughs> they went on to beat Man City so you said life comes at you fast and had a picture <laughs> of a clown <laughs> referring to Jeff then Jeff calls it a Mickey Mouse Cup um Steve then interjected with one fewer trophy for the greatest team that dirty money can buy. And I <laughs> I just said, shout out, Arsenal.
1: So, um do you want to address uh, Jeff about speaking too soon? Yeah. I mean, look, it just that is a clown thing to do. And it happened. I mean, look. Yeah. It is what it is. That's true. When you speak too soon, if I speak, I get in trouble. It's just wild that, like, I've never met someone that's so interested in another team's results. <laughs> like, seriously, like... I, you want my, like, honestly, like, there are times where I forget, like, Liverpool games at, like, 11, and, like, I guess City played before that, like, at 9, I'm just like, I have no idea they played. Like, right. I don't care. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm I'm more focused on my team that day, uh-huh. or, like, I mean, look, I've said this, and I genuinely mean it. I'm not saying this is a frustrate, Jeff, or any Man City fans out there, like, the three that exist, but shout out Tomas. Okay. um But, like, if... If they're if United or, or Tottenham or Arsenal are playing, like I'm, I'm most likely watching them. Okay. Like if they're on the same time as like City, like I, like I don't know why. It's just I don't know. I just don't want to watch City. Fair enough. I don't know why. Okay. I, you know? Do you have a team where you're just like uh, I don't know? I don't know why I don't want to watch them. It doesn't have to be a big um. team. Mm. For me, it's like city, like Watford. I don't like watching Watford just because of them. I don't know why. It's I don't have any Watford. personally. Shout Watford out, to Sir Elton John. Shout out, Alton John. Shout out. Oh, what was? Remember when we talked about? Uh, you bring up Watford,
0: and we talked about. And I, I'm going to just change the subject for a second. Yeah, uh, about girlfriends, moms, women, just people that we know that mix up names of teams. Aston Villa, mom. Who was it? What? Did, what Available. Did, yeah, AVL and Arsenal. They were playing, and, and I, my mom was watching the game. And she thought, inville Villa because there's AVLs, who is this, available? So that was a good one. Because you said Watford, and that reminded me
1: of Watford Wankers. that Yeah. You then called so, the like, there, there are teams like that. Like, I don't want to watch them, like, Brighton for me. Well, Brighton, yeah, absolutely not. Brighton's one of the worst teams to watch. They're I mean. just teams that I just don't find appealing. Like, I will seek out other leagues to watch games in rather than... If they're the only Premier League game, Brighton and, to and, me is the most boring team, and City is an exciting team, very fun attacking team. Mm-hmm. But there's just something about it; it's just not authentic to me yet. Mm. I know I go back to the same thing: it's not authentic for me, so I just don't like watching it. It's like Red Bull Leapstick. they're a good team, sure, but I'll never put them on the TV. I see, because it's just weird. I mean, I enjoy watching them, but I mean that's just yeah, no, no, you know, yeah. Everyone has their preference. So
0: going back to the honorary doctorates, do we talk about that here? Or was yeah, we in the comments? No, it's here. It's here. Well, Steve mentioned all the people he said that have gotten honorary doctorates. He posted this Kanye West, Magic oh, Johnson. We should have made
1: Kanye West not Luigi. John Bon Jovi. Shit. Oh, we can make
0: that an honorary mention. Uh, JK Rowling has received seven degrees. And I mean, my quote still stands you know, work your ass off for all those years, research something new or innovative. I know they did work, but to me, that's not a doctorate. So Steve then said, "Honorary degrees, basically, how Man City got to be a big club." I that's just spent enough Such money an accurate, statement. and they'll just give bananas.
1: you this. It's such an accurate statement that's been Steve hit it right on the fucking head. Yeah. Congrats, I mean, Jeff Paris, and your honorary doctorates. <laughs> so, uh, you know what we need to you do? Sure to nerd it over the summer, or maybe in a
0: preview episode, have a couple of people on at the same time. I think that'll be, be banana lands.
1: Uh, so there's, okay. So there's that. Yankees, Nationals, who you got today? Quick fire. Uh, I'm going to be opening well, game. because I have Garrett Cole in fantasy baseball. I got to pick the, I got, okay. I got to go.
0: Yeah, but although if I was a betting man, I would uh, mm-hmm. maybe go Nationals cause they're a plus, but yeah. who knows? I mean, I am a betting man, but <laughs> I'm not gonna, not gonna pick it. Cause I got Garrett Cole, uh, pitching. So, uh, we talked about that. Kai Havertz, you briefly brought it up. Rumored to be going to Chelsea and actually, um, Sane may have given it away in a press conference, apparently. I don't know if you've seen that clip. Apparently, I didn't see it either, but I just read it somewhere that apparently in his clip he gave away. We talked about it briefly. Chelsea bringing in all these attackers. So are they just going to be playing in a bunch of 5-3s next season? I guess so. I don't know. Uh, because you and um, Steve, because Steve mentioned when that quote came up about them getting Havertz, he said, fucking hell, whatever, they still have negative defense. Um, and then you guys maybe talked a little bit about their defense um, there. So uh, Jeff Paris Foden, he can't stop scoring. Well, that's when he scored, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm gonna say right now, I still
1: hate him, but he's playing well. Yeah, I mean, his goals are all tap ins though. I'm not. I'm look high IQ, high <laughs> soccer IQ. No, seriously, that's like Sidney Crosby right. yeah. in hockey. Yeah, you know. But um, yeah, he's, yeah, he's he's he's.
0: Doing well. Yeah. Steve mentions, wouldn't mind an Arsenal loss here to keep Villa in the Prem. And I said, they can win the next one, mate. We need this one for Europa. Then we'll help them by housing Watford while they beat West Ham. I have it all planned out. Well, my plan has yeah. been foiled. Uh, but at this point, it is what it is. And, yeah, we'll see what happens there. So he mentioned uh, that. Something that we both saw during the week, and Nikhil has brought up to us also, Mares coming in strong on the right wing. Mares was seen with Aguero's ex. I will say, though, that picture, if you zoom out...
1: You see like pretty much all the city teams. So, so here's, what's here's, your take? All right. So what I did is I put myself in Aguero's shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Depends. I, you know, I don't know how often Aguero gets in relationships. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know how much these girls really mean to him. Mm-hmm. But for me, if I was – so say we're still on BVB Neighbor. Yeah. Okay. It's our, son, it's our Sunday League team yeah. that we used to be on. Yeah. Okay. Um. It's just us and the boys. Um, if by some chance someone was with my ex, there would be a problem. Okay. Yeah. I don't care how long ago it was. I don't – is that is that weird of me to say? No. I, I, I would I, have a problem with it. Right. I'm like why – Like. I agree. I feel like if your boy is with your ex, that's a sleazy move. That's a huge – like for me, like if if one of my friends has a girlfriend – from now – Well, it depends how, the, how serious it was, right? And the future. Well, for me, it's done. What if it was
0: like a two-week thing and then you're like, ah, this one isn't really a done. fit for me. She might be more of a fit for blank and then they got together. That's – what is this? Love Island? Like, well, no. no. But like let's say, you know, you went to hang out with her for a little bit and it was like, ah, uh, just – You're like, maybe your idea was that it wasn't hitting off. Say you dumped her and then all of a sudden maybe Cam was hanging out with you all and – and then they connected, and you kind of saw that, and you're like, uh, two weeks. You guys I'm, were dating for two weeks. Nothing I'm physical. Like the, I'm more like, uh, what? I guess you would have to do something physical
1: at this age. If I'm dating someone, I'm doing something physical. If I'm, like, right. publicly dating would them, you, I'm being physical with them.
0: Would you have the one-up on them, though, and just be like, I, I got that in that first?
1: <laughs> no, I wouldn't even. I'd be like, why are you doing this? Like, okay. this is
0: just so it's a complete no You go. say even if I cut it off? No matter how long they've been dating, it's a no-go for you. See, my
1: thought is, what if it's, like, brief? If I cut it off? What if it was brief and you cut it off? So, like, can you Bro, really I mean, get mad I mean, at the her? The reason is big. The reason is big. What do you mean, the reason? Oh, why, um, why I you... would cut it off. Well, let's just say you weren't connecting. It's not like she cheated or anything, but you then just... Then I, I would... Look, I... No. Because I if... wouldn't be dating her. I, only, I would only be dating someone if there was a connection. What if oh it was dating. you guys... Dating. Yeah. That's yeah. different than girlfriend, isn't it? Ah. What were they? What were these See, because it's funny you bring up Cameron because Cameron Cameron said girlfriend, boyfriend is different from dating. Okay. Well, it says X, so I'm assuming. Dating is like you're testing the waters out. I'm assuming boyfriend, girlfriend says X. Oh, boyfriend. Okay. Yeah, no. That's off limits. Off limits. 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 Okay. Let us know what you guys think. I want to know what the listeners think. And from the ongoing future, I will most likely not be as good at friends, even if he breaks up with her. And I'm not hanging out with them together. Okay. Straight up. Sure. I want to hear what the other – what the people think about and this And that would topic. suck. That would suck. But um, yeah. And if actually, it didn't work and they tried coming back to me like like for example it was Cameron, be interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean mate, I was watching – How the, would you feel? For me, it's off limits. Uh, it,
0: it, even if I broke up with that person who was amicable
1: – And like let's and say Dunphy.
0: Was, let's say you saw Dunphy. No. Before. And it was okay – Because this kind of happened. So um, I actually dated someone in college that you know of. And then when we broke up, she ended up being in Chicago at some point. Like all of us hung out. So we had been broken up for a while. We all hung out with a group of friends. And then word was that she had started dating another guy in this group. So like I didn't didn't become not friends with this guy. But I just didn't like think of him as highly as I used to. So my opinion of this person went down. But I still like hung
1: out with everyone. Right. You know. You know that's it's it's such situational because also tough. you got to put yourself in the friend's shoes. Like, what right. if you genuinely had a connection with this? Girl? Yeah, and that's you
0: know, and I, like I said, I was that's okay tough. with it, but in deep down inside, like I was still friends, but deep down, I was like, I don't. You know, honestly, this guy somewhat, so somewhat. You dude. know, but maybe he didn't know. You know what? Know. What
1: also would play a factor? Am I in a relationship with someone else at the moment? Because if I'm in a relationship with someone, honestly, nothing. Else. Like I right, it doesn't matter. Your focus is on them. Yeah, it you don't matter. care. So yeah, It wasn't my point, case, though.
0: In this in this particular story, yeah. that wasn't my case. Yet. So I think I wasn't, this is
1: situational, but most likely it is a bit of a sleazy move. You know, actually, I More was watching Dateline.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this has been the new thing. Kayla and I watched these episodes of Dateline, which, by the way, if you like murder stuff, if you were an Unsolved Mysteries guy, this is a great, it's or a great show. Or First 48. It's a great show. Yeah, it is. And actually, it's funny we bring that up because this couple were together, and then this guy's friend, while they were married, got with the wife. And then supposedly he was okay with it for a little until it got to a point where the wife had a pick. And she picked her husband and then the other lad killed her husband like shortly after. It was bananas. So I've already given it away but watch Dateline. I mean there are many
1: episodes. So uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great time yeah, to no, no. no. Uh, my final answer to this question. <laughs> so if we're just going fucking straight up. Yeah. I have a problem with it. Okay. I would if I was Aguero. Me and Mahrez are not friends. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Too. I would go as far as saying like I'd go to the manager and be like, "Get the sky out of the club." No, I'm being dead <laughs> no, ass. I'm just like laughing seriously cause
0: it's funny. I'm laughing because it's funny.
1: I, I, um, if I'm Aguero, I yeah. go to Pep and I go, "This guy's out." Mahrez. I swear, I would right. go, "He's out or I'm out? I just want to hear what the other people think. Sure. No, no, that's maybe good. you could think of me as a dramatic player. Which no. I was, you. I had my little spouse when you were a basketball coach back in the day. You did, <laughs> you did. I sat your ass out for a little bit. <laughs> you and this other lad that weren't listening to me during a
0: huddle. But anyway, it all worked to out. To be fair, we won. were
1: like, we were we were good players.
0: Yeah, but what That's happened like was, egos. but what happened was, this is how no, no nonsense of a manager I was. <laughs> it was during a huddle, a timeout, and you guys weren't paying attention. And you were you guys were meant to go in, so I sat both of you down, and you got mad at me. You said, "Oh, it's only because I'm your brother." I'm like, "I've sat both of you down," and then basically it was just a slap I, on the wrist because. So how it worked I, was through my water kids, bottle. Yeah, guy. kids would play five minutes at a time. Okay, so basically what happened was, and I we were these, so dominant. Our team was yeah, dominant. Well, I wonder why I sat these two down. <laughs> I sat these two down, and all I did was I waited for the first whistle. you guys were just sat for the first whistle as a slap, and then I put you guys back in the game for the people that were supposed to be sitting. So it was just a quick sub, but it was like, a, "Hey, listen to me. I'm telling you guys, I have a future as a manager." Uh, <laughs> you were very young too. Were you still in college? Yeah, I was. Um, yeah, I was taking a summer class. That's so yeah. I was in college though. So when I have kids, I'm I'm prepared. I'll be coaching. I, I guarantee it, mate. That'll be my way to get Chicago fire Was it Ray, the, was fire the other
1: guy or was it the blonde-haired kid? It was the blonde-haired kid that, that I yelled at. That I yelled at him. Yeah, we had so. a rough start, but then we became good friends. That was wild. Yeah. So anyway, yes, yeah. that, that team, just kind of one last thing, they yelled at you. There, there was teams that we'd be beating so bad <laughs> that they yelled at you. <laughs> Well, yeah. So I'll share this. Real Even quick, though the three- <laughs> so what happened was in a, in a kids league when you're winning, and it wasn't a kids league. You guys were in seventh grade. Well, well we were also you a very. Were in shit how was your grade? team? So not only did we beat teams, we had the type of people on our team that would literally like talk shit on the court, like okay. laugh at them. But, so yeah. either way,
0: you know, we're playing a team, and a rule is once you go up like 20 points, you have to make three passes. Yeah. So <clears throat> of course, I tell the team, I go, guys, make sure you make three passes. And when they came in in a timeout, they were up by like 30 then at some point. I go, guys, the rule is three, but make five now. I want you guys to swing it around, but you know. After the game, I think you guys won that by like fifty. Yeah, we won. Fifty-four. By, yeah, we won by a lot. And like ladies coming up to me and this father, and they're like, Oh, you know, you shouldn't do this. When you do this, our kids don't want to play. I go, Well, what do you want my guys to do? Not shoot the ball. And, I made and them then pass on top of that, times. one of
1: the dads came at your your, yeah. your back yeah. and then he threatened to fight one of the other dads <laughs> that were going at you. This guy was defending you. Suburban sports
0: are bananas. I mean, all I said was, the guy came up to me, and I said, What do you want me to do? These guys signed up to play. They made the amount of passes. Do you want me to just have them dribble it around your team for thirty minutes and do nothing? Like, what am I supposed to do? Let the other team score? I just told them. Because oh, a lot, I lot of even, the parents I even changed you. the defense to be. I changed it so we could practice a different type of defense. Yeah. I, I had extra, and yeah, they got mad. Yeah, so there was
1: one team we struggled with that whole year. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Yeah, and
0: then you and I actually went out of town for two and our team weeks. got knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah, well have had a bitch. So we've talked about this for four minutes, but hopefully yeah. people have been amused. Uh, going back to the soccer Tell us your,
1: uh, if you have a good memory from your like days back in like, Pee Wee. Yeah, or yeah. coaching.
0: If you ever need coaching advice, let me know. So uh, Steve, if Chelsea can sign their own equivalent of Virgil van Dyke and Alisson, they'll be massive. Until then, they're just the 2010s Liverpool. And I know
1: you wrote some stuff here. What are your thoughts? Um, I, yeah. Yeah. Um. I agree with, I agreed with it. But, like, finding a VVD, I think he's a generational player. Right. Well, I and Steve then, agreed with that. What was the price of those two guys?
0: Like, combined. Like, uh, 100 and whatever, right? I mean, uh, it was up there. I think so. It was 80-something. Combined? Yeah. They were no. both around 40. No, I thought Virgil van Dyke was, like, in the '80s or '90s, you know? Oh, maybe '80 something, yeah, '86. And then wasn't Allison like? Uh, but we sold Coutinho for over a hundred. Well, million. yeah, man, so I'm net not saying But I'm what I'm, okay. But what I'm saying is Chelsea would have to spend immense amounts of money. But it's
1: not like they don't have it when
0: they've already spent all that on Teppa, and he's been that's ass fault. and a half. That's their fault. Yep. So my point being, I, you know, and he <laughs> likens them to the '2010s Liverpool. I think it was more so that that one season, because I would liken them to the Arsenal's of the '2010s. That had no defense but a lot of scoring, you know. Until Unai Emery came, that loser. Uh, so going on then. There's so we, guy before you before Unai, Brian, what do you think? I want to know your assessment of Chelsea in terms of how are they going to fix the defense. I think everyone can recognize. So that's the main issue. Growing up, I
1: always saw Sonic commercials mm-hmm. for their hot. dogs. Okay, so oh, their the chili TV dogs. Is over. No, 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 they're chili dogs. Uh huh. Question: Have you ever had Sonic?
0: Uh, yeah, but I think it was just like a, to have a, like a slushy. I don't think I've eaten their food. It's like a Dairy Queen in there. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I'm not, I, I haven't really eaten Dairy Queen food either. I've eaten their ice cream. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So, interesting. Let us know your Sonic and Dairy Queen experiences at the Footy Corner too. <laughs> Speaking of which, Brian notes this will be the first time in recent memory where the final day is going to be wild. Five must-see matches with Champions League or relegation on the line. Chelsea qualify with just a point from their game. United Leicester is essentially a playing game. I agree it's a crazy it's gonna be a crazy one. And actually I think if, if Arsenal had won against Villa, it would have been even more dramatic. Uh but yeah, I think the drama's strong and I think which game are you gonna have on? Damn, I just wish they're, they're all at the same they, imagine time. Imagine if there were crowds at this one. They're all at the same time. Which match are you putting on? Are we gonna try to get together
1: for this? You know, this sounds wild. Is it weird that I want to watch the relegation battle more than I want to watch no. the uh, other shit? That's fine. No, that's I'll probably villa. Probably villa's game. So, do you want to get together? Just bring all our devices and put all the games on the TV. Yeah, we can get the the five dollar Taco Bell grilled yeah grilled Sunday. cheese burritos. I'll, I'll mention it. Well, here's the other so. Two
0: things. One, I'm probably gonna have Arsenal. I mean, Popeye's delivery
1: is free, by the way. On
0: Postmates, anyone listening? Obviously, Arsenal is my team, so I have to. I always have to have them on. But I think that Leicester United game, I'm gonna have that on, and then maybe a my phone on a computer, and then my phone will have Chelsea, and then we'll put the relegation games on someone else, maybe your device, if we get together for that. So maybe we'll I have talk- an iPad and a TV here. The other option that I'm leaving and open. A phone. And what do you think? I mentioned it to the people. No one talked about it. No one <laughs> responded. The question to you all is, do you want us to record an episode where it's just us talking while these games are happening? You'll hear it after. Uh, but, I mean, we won't just be sitting here being like, well, this is happening. We'll, we'll still discuss we'll topics. See. We'll see, yeah. Or we'll do a show after it. Yeah. And we have—we actually have guests lined up. I've been saying it for a while, but we'll legit have two interviews lined up next week. Um, and then Brian wants to talk Chelsea Arsenal. We'll, we'll maybe do that after before. I don't know yet. We'll definitely have the FA Cup preview in, in our in our episode coming up soon. Uh, that said, let us know what you guys think. Do you want a – it'll be about an hour 40, right, because we'll be recording as the games are happening. We'll comment. We'll take a break at half uh, or just one after. And if we do that, we do another one after that's shorter, that just has non of the Week, Player of the Week, any discussions going on. So I think you guys can get some good content out of that. All right. Ariane, do you have any preferences? Nope. All right. Uh, I found this from TalkSport. I thought it was interesting. If you could have one club from another country in the Premier League, which would you pick? Jeff Parris said Toronto Maple Leafs. Matthews would be a deadly striker. Uh, So he's picked the Leafs to be in the Premier League. Uh, Brian says, give us the best MLS team so we can end that discussion once and for all. Let's all watch the Seattle Sounders get relegated. Um, I argue you already have a team that's Foreign from another country in the Premier League, that's Wolves. That's a Portuguese team, if you ask me. Yeah, but let's okay, let's take that out of it. What team, if you got to choose anyone or Swansea and Cardiff, when they were up to throw in the Premier League from any league, um, who would you throw in there? Would it be a good team? Would it be a historic no, team? Would
1: would be, be a big, big team, be a giant. I want
0: to say Real Madrid. You would put Real Madrid in there, yeah. So Barcelona's by themselves in La Liga
1: with Atletico Madrid. That's I'm choosing between Real Madrid and Bayern would be fun because of the way their clubs run. Uh huh. Um, but, you know, Spain's not too far from England, so it's not really that bad of a travel. For okay. Them. Um, I don't know. It's tough between Real Madrid and Brazil, but I, I'd say Real Madrid just because they're spending... I mean, not, I mean, they both are but Real Madrid is... I don't know. You know. Yeah. I think they're the biggest club in the world, correct?
0: Okay, yeah. I'd want the biggest the and best, yeah. You want biggest and best. I would go with a team that... Like not, I'm not the biggest and best. Oh, uh, Decent for travel. And I think that they've outdone their own league so that... And I, I think oh, you're going
1: Celtic. Yes.
0: I think if they come in the Premier League, they might have troubles at first. But I really want to see how they do in the Premier League. I think a team like Celtic in the Premier League would be really cool because it's not far travel. And I think the Scottish League, honestly, it's a farmer's league, mate. And, and Rangers, I know, is another team talked about... You know, not at the caliber of Celtic, but though. they're not Celtic, right? Actually, I just throw Rangers in the championship and see if they can come up. You know, like, yeah. and then have like the rest of the Scottish teams—I don't know—play each other in their own league, like, because yeah. then they'll have a different champion. Because Celtic wins every year. Then it'd be a competitive league. Yeah. So there's my solution. I, I think Celtic would be fun to have in the Premier League.
1: Yeah, that's a good shout, actually. Yeah.
0: So that you know, let us know if anyone else has anything to say about that. Brian, how do you say good evening in Spanish? Uh, Unai Emery is the manager of Villarreal what are your thoughts um, is that Mariano Rivera <laughs> why is he with Donald Trump oh. that's Rivera yeah we're watching the pregame right now so because Donald MLB Trump is game.
1: throwing the first pitch no Fauci is no in the no. Yankees game Fauci's throwing the first pitch it's the Yankees in Washington Mate. look it up dude Donald Trump overruled him he's
0: like hm. he did not alright stop don't turn that up we're not turning it up we're putting Donald Trump off the television we're gonna stop talking about television Okay. Uh, for now. Yeah. Unai Emery, Villarreal. Thoughts? I think it's a good move for him. Uh-huh. Um, no thoughts. No thoughts. No thoughts. If he goes to Villarreal. Santi Cazorla leaves. Santi Cazorla left when he came to Arsenal. Um, you know, here's what I think about Unai Emery. I obviously don't think he did well at mm-hmm. Arsenal. I don't good think boy. he did well at PSG. And I don't think he did well in Russia, if I recall. And I'm glad he's going to Spain. Who do he manage in Russia? Is that it? Uh... I can't remember who, but he was in Russia CSK. at some point. Some someone. Might and I think honestly, he might be a decent manager, but I think his issue was the communication. Like the good evening we make fun of, like I think that was a problem. I think teams that he manages have no idea what the fuck he's trying to tell them. And I have a feeling that he'll have decent success with VRL like he did with Sevilla with uh, Sevilla back in the day. So honestly, I think it's a decent hire for a team. Like, you gotta look at the team too. VRL, I think for them it's a good hire. And this type, type of football they want to play. Uh, he's, he's very good for counterattack. I honestly think um, we're going to see good things for Unai Emery. He's going to end up going to another bigger team and then failing again. So that's oh. my thought on Unai Emery. <laughs> is that mean? No. I mean, speaking of which, Santi Cazorla is joining al Sadd uh, in Saudi Arabia. Um, the former Arsenal, I, I call him legend, is uh, now joining where I think Andres Iniesta is the manager. And what is this? This is your profile ad. Oh, uh, NES is the manager. Yeah, their new yeah, the new kids' <laughs> this arsenal. This is your profile. Uh, uh, NES is the manager. Hold on, hang in there. Let's not go add yet. Uh, NES is the manager because is are Al Saad. What are your thoughts? I no don't thoughts? <laughs> no, Maybe the Dubai leak. <laughs> so Juventus. I don't know if you heard about this. Juventus is talking to Mauricio Pochettino. Actually, have you heard this one? I think this would be a good move for him. So, I'm hearing that, uh, yeah, they, they must be getting. And didn't they just bring Sari in? So, they've started talks with him as they're considering appointing the former Spurs coach to take over from Maurizio Sari. Do you feel sorry
1: for Sari? No, I think he's got something wrong with him, man. For these teams to get rid of him like mm-hmm. that. Something ain't working, bro. All right. He's old, too, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, some fun tidbits here Leeds. Apparently. Back in the Premier League, as we know, they're targeting Edinson Cavani and Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Big wages. Do you think they get either one of them? And if they do, does that move anything for
1: you or are these guys too old? I think they'll get better, but I think they can invest their money a little bit better mm-hmm. than that. I mean, those are high-ass wages, man. For, I, don't, I think Zlatan's a bad move at this point. Okay. Cavani would be a better move. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, Cavani's asking for a lot of money. So. Okay. Do you hear about Deportivo La Coruña?
0: In, in uh, La Liga, no. They, why are you? Mm-hmm. They've been relegated, mate. But they are launching legal a legal challenge to overturn the relegation. <laughs> now hold on, listen. you can't do that, mate. So here's what happened. No, this is this is happening. happened. <laughs> it's wild. So Deportivo were due to face. You can't do that. Now, here's why. Look, no, it's a, they've got a decent case, although it's not terribly great. So they were due to face Fuenlabrada you know them Mm-mm. on monday night but the match was postponed when several players from the madrid-based side tested positive for coronavirus la liga who oversee the top two divisions in spain made a late decision to suspend the match but the other games would still go on okay so it was supposed to cuz you know how the last match did they all happen at the same time mm-hmm. well deportivo were relegated when rivals lugo and albacete both won it meant that even if the uh, galicians I'm, i think they're talking about mm-hmm. deportivo had won they still would go down. Deportivo argues that all the matches should have been postponed so all the teams can compete in equal conditions. The surprise was that the rest of the games went ahead, Deportivo president Fernando Vidal said. It's a very serious error by the Federation and by La Liga. It's a total adulteration of the competition. The whole match day has to be repeated. No, because you're expressing this concern once you've been relegated. Right. Well, I think his thought was that they would have been under more pressure. Right. If they had heard that Deportivo were playing and, and or maybe winning, <laughs> I, right. I mean, that's bananas. Yeah. What do you say to that? Take your allegation and run? Like, you can't put it in other people's hands. Yeah. All right. So, with all that, let's go to our Mount Rushmore. It's a very highly contentious, people enjoy it, uh, thing that we're doing. And it seems like I can't beat you. So, What's your again, take on this? What's I, your... I have a take, yeah. Let me tell you in a second. But it looks like, so, the votes are in. 67% win with Irene's. Uh, bank robbery team of Troy Deeney, Joey Barton, Gennaro Gattuso, and Roy Keane. 33% went with Sayed Kolasinac, Alfonso Davies, Pep Guardiola, and Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Now, okay, this one I think was somewhat even. I really thought I gave good descriptions or good uh, reasons. I thought it were pretty funny with Chamberlain and the mistaken identity, Davies roadrunner, Kolasinac fighting people with knives, and you know Pep being a you know bit of a sleazeball, but... That one I can understand. I can understand. So I, I'm curious now. I'm thinking there's an agenda here. Okay. Because I haven't won yet. <laughs> now, here's why. Fast food I'll give you. When you picked Portillo's, I knew it was over for me. Okay. It was all done. That mm-hmm. one I'll the bust I thought I had a decent shot at and I was a bit surprised. Now, this particular one, I'm pretty sure the voting was even with like two hours left. And all of a sudden it's shifted gears. Do you have other accounts, mate, that you're voting
1: on? No. I genuinely don't. All right, interesting. So you've won every you win every single one. Just so I literally me. announced it. That's that's the only time I looked at, other than when I voted, which was when we put the podcast up. Yes, that's it. Yeah. So I didn't know. I didn't know I had one until. Yeah. I same
0: here. So it was really. Anyway,
1: I don't. I didn't even know it was 50, 50, two hours before. I didn't even know. Yeah. Well, I think I too, saw that, and the bus
0: one really. Like, I think Bro, was I was more one. concerned about my exam than the, the no, results. Well, of course. I mean, I, I. I'm just saying, I had seen it not 2 hours before this cast but whenever the the deadline was. Anyway,
1: we'll see what happens here. Vote for my brother cuz he feels bad about No, not I'm not no out. no not no because forward. now you're going to say we tied if I on won. one. We tied on one, right? Which one did we tie on? The bus? Uh, oh, maybe it was the bus. We tied on one. Yeah. I thought I had housed that one. But uh
0: we'll see what <laughs> It's so wild. See what I see, mean? It's no, but here's what's going to happen. Now I'm going to win. Is? No, now I'm going to win and you're going to say, oh, well, the other people felt bad. No, I'm going to win because this is going to be better than this. All right, go ahead. Here are the other people. So while we while – we, sorry. Right, now you're <laughs> – mate, are you No slamming remotes?
1: Mate, is this what it feels like to be on top? Okay, like,
0: anyway. It's winning, Steve's Mountbankmore, Bank for Vinnie Jones, brutal muscle, acted in a few robbery movies, believable. Thibaut Courtois, finished 12th in the 2020 F1 virtual Spanish Grand Prix. As the driver, we watch him. <laughs> we once saw actually watched, on a on an online Grand Prix thing. It was on TV when we were recording one. Yeah, day. Zidane proven to be able to lead, but also get down and do the dirty work. Suarez is his wild card. please. Suarez that is. Yeah, Brian Moore is Mount Rushmore. Frank, Frank Lampard is the leader. Reportedly has an IQ of 150. The muscle Diego Costa does really well when he wears a mask. He has a picture of him. Uh, sweet talker Juan Mata knows how to calm a situation. And for the driver, Kareem Benzema, who uh, so faced just a, named, like, a jail people. sentence for speeding. No, he had, he had oh, four. Okay. Well, we did. He had
1: four and Steve had four. Oh, okay. So these are these guys' uh, four. Who, who did you particularly like out of Karim their picks? Benzema? Karim Benzema. Kareem Benzema's a great eight road man. Yeah. I should have put him in mine. Yeah.
0: Benzema was a great pick. I, I agree. I also really liked the Diego Costa pick that he had. Mm-hmm. And on uh, Steve's end, I liked the Zidane pick. That was pretty good. You got a leader and a guy Who's was who Jones? Jones. I'm not even going to say anything this time because when I fucked something up last time, I got shit on. I'll be honest. I don't know Vinny Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to – I mean, why even try to lie this time? Yeah. Fuck it. I'm going to – Let me look him up right now. Sure. You, you look up Vinny Jones um, while I'll tell people. So this week, we're going to do to Mount Rushmore of alcohol types. I've seen this guy before. He played yeah. soccer?
1: I know. I'm more presenting.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. Vinny Jones did
1: play soccer. Played for Wildstone. He's a Wildstone Raider, mate. Chelsea. Yeah. Wimbledon, Queen, Queens Park, Wysons. Oh, he was a player in the 90s, mate. Yeah. I, all right. Yeah.
0: So uh, this week, who's uh, this was suggested by Steve. Yeah. Alcohol types. Mount Rushmore of alcohol types. So we will get more into detail with maybe, you know, a beer draft or something another day. Or, or Mount Rushmore. Today we'll do a Mount Rushmore of alcohol types. Okay. So this entails all the... Uh, varieties of a certain alcohol okay so that's what we're doing today uh and then with our guests heads up we're going to pick categories that you could have more in so the people that are coming up uh we'll do mount rushmore with them and and our common listeners throughout the off season will reach out to you as well because we'll have plenty of you know opportunities so you won, so you get to choose again uh, if you'd rather go first or if you'd like to do two picks. I'll go first. Okay, what are you making as your
1: first pick? Number one overall pick is beer. Ah, uh, Yes, that's a good one. I agree. Um, elaboration. Partying, you could use any. parting, <laughs> relaxing. Um, yep. There's expensive beer. There's cheap beer. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's my most liked beverage. So Yeah. Uh, I think the only types of beers I don't like are sours. I think okay. sours are are frauds. Beer is uh, yeah, I mean that was
0: I think a top choice. That's a very good selection. That's my number one. So I think it was smart to pick that Uh, yeah. I'm gonna go with whiskey as my first pick. I'm a big whiskey guy. Some people are not uh I like Scotch whiskey the most, but I could be with with a bourbon. I know a lot of people like bourbon. Again, I'm taking all whiskey. See the whiskey
1: that I know is fireball.
0: Yeah, no. No 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 no. I'm (laughs) talking no. I'm talking Glenn Levitt, uh you know. I'm talking Johnny Walker Black Label. That's some okay. good shit for me. I, I know there are some more expensive ones and better ones out there, but yeah. these are my favorites. I, I like just pouring in the whiskey and after grading, taking it in. With my second pick, I'm stuck between two. But I got to go with tequila because I'm a big margarita guy. And as a shot, for me, it tends to go more smooth when it's the uh, tequila blanco, the white tequila. Yeah. And also mezcal. Shout out mezcal. If you don't know what mezcal is, it's a smoky tequila. So electric. So I'm going with whiskey and tequila as my picks. You're up for okay. two. My two is
1: wine. Ah, uh, that was my next one. That's smart. Red, white, seafood, yeah. steak. See, I have the hard stuff. I mean, uh, you could slap the bag. You could have expensive wine. Mm-hmm. Very fucking prime drink for dates. Yeah. Prime drink I for I think dates. you're going to beat me with beer
0: and wine. God um, damn
1: it. I'm surprised you didn't pick it. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about it, I but glad... I had to go tequila. Yeah, I will gladly pick. Uh, okay, what else are you thinking? Um... And then my next pick, yeah, um, I'm going to go with rum. That was my next one too. Rum and Coke is my go-to when mm-hmm. I'm out. Yeah. Um, not or gin and tonic, but I mean Coke and rum just tastes so good. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with uh, with rum. All right. I got two picks.
0: I got to go – I'm not a huge vodka guy, but honestly we're running out of options and I like my Bloody Marys. So I'm going to go with vodka because you get in different varieties, different flavors. Gotcha. This one was tough for me, and I'll tell you who my honorable mention is. But a lot of people are not. But I like gin and tonic, so I'm gonna throw gin on the list. So yeah. I got whiskey,
1: tequila, vodka, and gin. Who are you rounding out? You had beer, wine, rum. and I'm gonna even... throw one you didn't even think about. I bet you. What is it? Had some good ass stuff of this in, in, in Tennessee, and in uh storms in Bradley, and in Iowa. Okay. What's what's Tennessee clear? known for? No, never ever finish. whiskey. Stop. Bourbon. I mean, moonshine. Moonshine. Okay. Moonshine wow. at four. Okay. For me, moonshine. that's going to round it up. I think you're going to win because you have beer and Moonshine wine. is it's so fucked. fucking good, man. If you Fuck. The flavored moonshine is unreal, and it gets you fucked up. Do you have any honorable mentions? Uh, tequila was very high on my list, yeah. um, but no, I do not. I have schnapps. S- is schnapps I mean, a, um, a liqueur of sorts, I guess? Schnapps is up there because if you mix that with Arizona, it's yeah. very good. I had sake up there okay you ever had a sake bomb yeah i have one. that
0: was if you had taken my other choices that was my eighth pick but you really killed me with the beer and wine stuff i wanted to take them but i didn't want to not take whiskey and i figured if i had taken wine you would have taken tequila and rum yeah and i would have been stuck with whiskey vodka gin and wine uh, i like tequila you I'm ever have good moonshine i've never had it
1: no I only said rum. Maybe I've had a little
0: bit. Not a good one,
1: though. I said rum because I thought I knew you'd take it. All right. Moonshine, for real, is third for me. Shit. Behind beer and wine? Yeah, I would have taken rum. Moonshine's bananas. I would have taken rum
0: and vodka. Literally, you could so, have bananas. So, uh, I think you're going <laughs> to this one. you got beer, wine, rum, and moonshine. I've got whiskey, tequila... Vodka and gin. That all just sounds like a See what disaster. I mean?
1: Now you're going to be like, oh, he won no. again. No. See, this one, I, this
0: one I wouldn't have a problem with because I saw how it played out and it played out. <laughs> I'm
1: a good at I coffee. had a problem
0: with the busts. I, I really did. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you. And then the bank robber, I thought I was closer than sixty-seven thirty-three mate. It was the margin of victory mate. These <laughs> hoes don't know how to pick a winner. All right. Wow. See,
1: you're because yeah. you're telling the voters.
0: A, well, they're all hoes. Fuck them. So anyway. Hey, you guys are all amazing. Okay, so uh, pandering. <laughs> Let's talk about the... Uh, you're doing
1: the opposite. Stuff. Player
0: of the Week, uh, 33% went with Marcus
1: Rashford. Oh, person assaulted yeah. on East 16th Street. I, again, these people don't care. <laughs> what,
0: well, you're going to look out the window?
1: Well, It's on, not here, um, mate. It's, it's
0: down on Wabash. Uh, not that it's bad. I'm just trying to get through the show. Great. Week 36, Player of the Week, 33% said Marcus Rashford. 25 said David Silva. 25 went with Emiliano Martinez. And 17% said Harry Kane. So Marcus Rashford is the winner. Uh, Brian said, I voted for Martinez, the only one that doesn't piss me off. Kane is the worst, though. So there's that. And then the previous winner of Nons of the Week, and and they're up again, the Washington (laughs) NFL team for their sexual abuse. Uh, Claude from AFTV had 23% for calling song DVD. James McClain had 23% for saying he's the most abused player. And Judson had only 15% after his own goal. Fiasco. Uh, so there's that. And now it's time for this week's nonce of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. And we have four good candidates.
1: But before we do, do you want to mention the honorable mention that you said Kanye West is an Kanye honorable mention? Kanye West. What man. happened there? You're the so, pop culture guy. So Let us he's know. Running, so he did announce he was running for president, right? Yes. Uh-huh. Um, had a rally in South Carolina because he needed votes to even be on the ballot. Mm-hmm. Didn't get that and while in the midst of all this he um at his rally he said that harriet tubman um <laughs> didn't really free slaves because she just had them work for other white men yeah banana's did. quote yeah, he did he did say that. Um, and then he also went on twitter talking about you know what's that have you seen the movie get out yes, yeah i have yeah, yeah yeah so he said that That's that movie's about him about him <laughs> Um, about his current relationship or marriage with Kim Kardashian, he mentioned that um, he claims that he saved his daughter because apparently Kim Kardashian wanted a abortion oh is that i didn't know about he that he said I my wife wanted that. to kill my daughter okay um and then he also mentioned the Ray J Kim Kardashian sex tape playboy pretty much put. Like throwing Kim Kardashian under the bus. And didn't he say Along something with about the her family. Another,
0: another person? Ray J. No, uh, it's just someone else
1: aside from Ray J, wasn't That's it? That's what I'm saying. She He was on a roll. She role. was saying he's with some other lad. Yeah. Um, artist Meek, Mill. An Meek, yeah Mill. Meek Mill. Yeah, Meek Mill. That's who it is. So he just really went ahead his his wife and his family and... Big nonsense okay. going on there. So if you guys want to make the vote for that, that's an honorable and mention. And you know what? I understand honorable he mention. might be mentally – but he has an album coming out Friday. Okay. So they think this is a publicity – because he does this every time he has an album coming out. And all of his albums lately suck. So me, I personally – I would like to announce myself as an honorary Chicagoan. Can you – would you say that? Can sure. I – Sure. Yeah, like an honorary Because I was born honorary – Because I was born in April, and raised there. I bestow you. You were born in Chicago. Yes, sure. Okay. You are now in... But I've I've spent time here, right? I (laughs) think I've, you know, got my... uh, What do you call it? When people get their green card and their actual citizenship. I've got my citizenship. Sure, sure. I am denouncing this lad as a Chicagoan. He is not cutting it. Okay. He's a fraud. There you go. Oh, I didn't know the Nationals had Starlin Castro. Wow, even
0: I got thrown off there. Okay. Sorry. All right, here are the actual now nominees. A, if you want to write that vote in, go ahead because I think that's actually a good shout. First, we got Jeremy Roenick. Okay, I mean Jeremy Roenick, top lad usually, uh, got fired if you recall for his uh, comments about Catherine Tappan, I, I believe, right? Um, he's now suing NBC Sports for wrongful termination, claiming the network discriminated against him as a straight man. After he made off caller remarks on a Barstool Sports podcast, he alleges Spin that the
1: network. be to it.
0: Yeah, he, he alleges that the network retaliated against him because he's an outspoken supporter of uh, Trump. Uh, he was let go after joking on Spit and Chicklets podcast about having a threesome with his wife and Catherine Tappan in a discussion about a vacation in Portugal. So he's, he claimed uh, he's suing them on claims of anti-straight <laughs> discrimination. So there's Jeremy Roenick up there. Another interesting one is you have this Missouri governor, okay, Mike Parson. Have you ever heard of – let me ask you first. Have you heard of Mike Parson before this? No. Okay. So he made a series of controversial remarks over the radio uh, and basically indicating that the certainty and acceptance of the coronavirus, of it spreading amongst children, uh, will occur when they return to school this year. And he said, these kids have got to get back to school. They're at the lowest risk possible. And if they get COVID-19, which they will, and they will when they go to school, they're not going to hospitals. They're not going to have to sit in the doctor's office. They're going to go home, and they're going to get over it. What? Yeah. Unreal. Not even thinking that they can spread it to susceptible. Parents, susceptible. Siblings, they might be susceptible. Unreal statement from this Mike Parsons-led Missouri governor. Wild. Next, a repeat offender from just last week. The Washington football team, uh, this time because they literally today named that they they will be called the Washington football team this season. They have no nickname.
1: <laughs> Ari, what are your thoughts? You know, I thought they could have rolled with Warriors. I thought Warriors would have been mm-hmm. cool, um, but it'll be interesting to see what they go with moving forward. Apparently, they've decided that
0: they didn't have enough time to rebrand. I mean, they could have just said, we're Washington. Yeah, that's what I thought would have been a good They're idea. They're literally going to be called Washington football team. Yeah. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Although I have a feeling there won't be a repeat winner this week because we, I mean, some of these yeah. are wild. Last but not least, we have Birmingham City. Uh, you guys may have heard of them because Jude Bellingham, <laughs> top, top upcoming kid, 17, went to Dortmund. And we talked a little bit about that last week. Yeah. Well, Birmingham City have now retired, retired Jude Bellingham's number 22 shirt after the midfielder left for Dortmund. The 17 year old had played 44 times. For Birmingham, have you ever heard of a 17
1: year old getting a jersey retired? No, I mean, why? He played a season and a half. He, and he's seven. He's not even 18. And then usually, even if a guy's great, you wait till they retire
0: or have been gone, or at least let this guy become great. I yeah. mean, that is to me absolute stupidity.
1: You agree? I, I yeah, by your silence, I, I suppose. No, I am blown. I, so who's you your, know, that's poor because Birmingham? It's not like it's like you know. This is like, Birmingham City is a pretty big club in my opinion. Yeah. This is a rash move. Very rash. Uh, So who's your early favorite?
0: We got, again, going over them, Jeremy Roenick for anti-straight discrimination, apparently. (laughs) Mike Parson, the governor who said that kids will get coronavirus, go home and get over it. We've got the Washington football team for naming themselves precisely that for the (laughs) season. And Birmingham City for retiring a 17-year-old's number who only had 44 appearances for them. I Mate, mean, that's um, less appearances than Granite Shock has had for our small. I'm gonna have to go
1: with. Um, what was the second one? Second? Mike Parsons. I'm gonna go was... with Mike Parsons. Yep. we uh, <laughs> just assuming that kids are just immune to this. They're <laughs> gonna go home and get over it. I yeah. pick him too. I'm definitely assuming going... that the kids can go home to parents that aren't at risk. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I would definitely go Mike Parsons as well. I, I take that Jeremy Roenick will get a lot of votes this week too. So. <laughs> I mean, his is bananas. Jeremy, you're actually reaching here. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead now to the fantasy corner. Uh, leading scores this week, Sterling had 17. Kane, uh, Alexander, Arnold, and Johnny all had 13. Mings and Eric Peters had 12. Top incoming, Sterling, Kane, David Silva, Michael Antonio, your boy, and Tarkowski. Outgoings, Vardy, Raul, De Bruyne, Fernandez, and William. Any one you tell us to look out for on the final match day Nice. Season. No, I don't know. I think Antonio, I mean, I know it's the easy pick. He's only $7.1 million, and he's in the midfield. He's considered a midfielder. So any goal he scores is an extra point. Yeah. Uh, West Ham are in a are playing Villa, mm-hmm. and Villa's going to be desperate, so Mikel can hit on the counter. If you have a little more money, though, pick Son. I think Son is, it, it really likes the Mourinho system. He's running mm-hmm. a lot. If he's not going to score, he's going to get assists. So if you can afford him, I would take him. It's really difficult this last week, though. So... That said, let's finally go to the gambling corner. Uh, it's been an awful couple of weeks for myself, although this week was okay. I lost $4. Um, I won the Liverpool over Chelsea bet to get three. I lost that three when Arsenal lost, and then I lost that four. The four comes from the parlay, getting United wrong. I had United, City, and uh, Liverpool, I believe, and... With United drawing, I lost my parlay. Brian didn't bet, Steve didn't bet. Steve said if you can't gamble, you can't lose. Good point. But if you don't gamble, you can't win because Arheen had a Burnley Wolves City parlay, which I believe was plus 320. You put 10 bucks on it. You went wild and you won 3201 yeah. as Burnley, Wolves and City won. That puts him in the overall lead at plus 3244. Therefore as we enter the last week Brian, you've got to make up 1240 on him cuz you're at 1204 up. On the other end of it, Steve -1510, it's now or never mate. You've got to bet there's no penalty in finishing last this year. There might be next year, not this year. And myself, I'm at negative 1929, so I have a
1: $51 mountain to climb to catch the leader. Ariane, what are you doing this week? I'm going to watch and see your guys' outrageous bets to try to beat me, but life lesson: gotta risk it to get the biscuit. So you're not doing anything. Gamble right? big. You're but when you have to. See, I had yeah. to, and I risked it. You, you have it. a twenty
0: dollar and forty cent lead on Brian, so you're banking that Brian will not, in three bets or whatever he spends ten dollars on, win that much money. No. So that's a, I mean that's a smart move. I, I like my odds. All I'm right. playing odds. Sorry, right doing nothing. So he's going to end the season at plus thirty two forty four, which is a good number. Good number to have. Well done. I'm going for the gold. I'm way behind. I'm $51 behind you. So okay. I, put a, I put a parlay together that pays out plus $541. Here's my parlay. Ready? I'm taking Liverpool at Newcastle, minus 265. I'm taking Man City versus Norwich, minus 1430. Just throwing that one in yeah. there. I'm taking Arsenal versus Watf. Here's where I get risky. Arsenal versus Watford, minus 108. And I'm taking Everton over Bournemouth, plus 125. Okay. That pays out five forty one. Arsenal, Liverpool, Man City, and Everton parlay. I need all four of them to win. Probably won't, but if they do, I will surpass you. I will get fifty one dollars off of you. Can 54. stop me from getting
1: the double. 12.
0: So I'm winning the predictions, and I'm winning the gambling corner That's right now. True. So. And, and next year we will do something, and I'm sure Devin will join in. Shout! Oh, oh, mate, Devin had a ch- shout out. We uh, one of our listeners had a kid this week. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh my lord. Shout out, Devin. Shout out, Devin. Yeah, uh, Delaney Harper-McDonough was born uh, the – it was a couple days ago. Oh, my God. What day well, – I don't even know what date. it is. 21st, right? So congratulations, Devin. Uh, good work, I guess. Congrats on the Congrats sex. Congrats on the sex. And uh, shout out to Marcy, too. Send her our regards. Yeah, uh, only the woman that went through that much labor. Probably. Right, for, right, right. So awesome news there from listeners. So if, yeah, if any of the listeners ever have some good news – Shout us out. Let us know what's going on. Um, I think that's it, man. Guys, it's the last match week. Go out and enjoy. Just because it's last match week, though, doesn't mean we're going away. We got Europa League. We got Champions League. We got MLS is back. Transfers. And the next season starts in just one and a half. So? Yeah, we got some guests coming on. The next season starts in just one and a half months. So we'll be spitting out at least once a week, and we'll see what happens with the others. Again, don't forget... Let us know, do you want us to do one just watching the matches as they're happening? So you will your kind of analysis, and we'll have topics to talk about. Um, and then we'll do a separate non- of the Week episode after, or you know, predictions, or not predictions, nonce, comments, et cetera, after. But that one will be like a reaction episode, and that would probably come out that day. Right. Uh, let us know. Uh, do you have anything else to tell the people before we log out? No. All right. With that said, let's go to the new VRAL manager. Unai
1: Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. Good
0: evening.